Good evening, it's February the 5th. This is Transmit. I am your host, Gummo. This is show number 67. Let's go. Sip the juice. I got enough to go around. And the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talk. And then talk to Hawk, New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. Make money in Manhattan and never been took it. Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down. Get strong on the island, recoup and lay around. Time to build my juice back up. Pop stack up. Suckers get smacked up. Don't doubt the clout. You know what I'm about. Knocking niggas off. Knocking niggas out. Shaking them up. Waking them up. Breaking them up. Breaking them up. Standing on shaky ground. Too close to the edge. Let's see if I know the ledge. Trifling, shorties here. I get cocked deep, living 40s to beer. Here's a sip with the crew that's deceased. If I get revenge, then they rest in peace. Somebody got a suffer, I just might spare one. And give a brother a fair one. Stay alert and on fees. And I do work with these, like Hercules. Switch the south for switch to right draw. Cause I don't like y'all, I'm hyper nightfall. Smooth, but I move like an army. Pull a few down, face brothers try to bomb me. Putting brothers to rest like Elliot Ness. I don't like stress Streets ain't a place for innocent bystanders to stand Nothing's gonna stop the plan I'll chill like Pacino Kill like the Nero Black Ambino Die like a hero Living on shaky ground Too close to the edge Let's see if I know the ledge Lay around on the battleground, dead bodies are found throughout the town. Try to put shame in my game to make a name. I'ma put it on a bullet, put it in your brain. Rip the block like a buckshot, who cares where it goes? Just keep the cast closed. No remorse when the life is lost. I paid my dues, I paid the cause. And my pockets are still fat. Wherever I'm at, I get the wealth of Mac. Even if I'm cool, steep or one deep. I attract attention, people like me. So come say hi to the bad guy. Don't say goodbye, I don't plan to die. Cause I get loose and I got troops and crazy juice in control of many like I have told the many Hang out with Smith and West, don't try to play me. I'm at war a lot, I don't want to die. But no more in the shop, my gun is warm a lot. When I cook beef, the smoke will never clear. Areas in fear, but this here's severe. Living life too close to the edge, hoping that I know the ledge. Time to yawn, showers on, powers on, late for school, I catch the train, girl set the style and whisper my name, I push up like an exercise, check the intellect and inspect the thigh, select the best one, pull it to the side, keep it occupied for the rest of the vibe, read up my resume, she know already cool, just meet me after school, we can moan and groan until your mom's come home, and you'll be calling me out, dope Capone, sweat me, she didn't wanna let me loose, come get me, that's if you wanna sip the juice, cause the streets me. So I take my gun off safety Cause a lot of niggas hate me coming out of the building They set me up, sprayed with automatics They wet me up in a puddle of blood I lay close to the edge I guess I didn't know the ledge And welcome back to uh, the show we call Transmits. I am your host, Gummo. Thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, it's 
good to be back. Back at the the mics, on the mic, through the mics, through the wires, through the cables, transmitting to you this little signal, this little faint signal of information. Hopefully it's useful for educational purposes only. <laughs> How are you? Uh, it is cold outside. It is the 5th of February. And uh, as I said, we are coming to you live from Chicago, Illinois. Downtown Chicago at that. It's cold. Did I mention that? It's cold. It is currently six degrees outside. We are actually in the middle of a uh, snowstorm. Humidity 85% and snow piling up by the minute. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold and it's snowing. Windshields are iced up. Roads are disastrous. And... Um, It, you know, just the, the weather itself is uh, just cold, very cold. What about you? Where are you at? How is the weather by you? Is it warm? Is it cold? How is the beginning of your February working out for you? You know, uh, typically in Chicago, it's about this cold every year and snowing so uh, i don't think anything's to be uh, uh, gained from wishing of anything else the past few winters however it's been a little uh, warmer than normal and less precipitation i don't last year we here in chicago did not receive any snow after january i believe nevertheless there's your weather report i suppose I don't know. I don't know. I always, you know, when I always meet or greet someone, I always enjoy discussing the weather close by. Sometimes it's a good icebreaker if uh, you just have run out of things to say. So, uh, you know, it, it can lean either way, but... But how about you? Let's get back to you. Or <laughs> you, you know, uh, we we receive uh, communications from uh, a number of people around the world, and uh, listening in warm climates, cold climates, and such. A friend of mine offered uh, some advice to me last week. He's like, hey, Gummo, why don't you just go live uh, on Facebook or something like that? And, you know, I really wasn't, uh, I really, I really wasn't trying to, you know, obtain that sort of <laughs> sitch popularity, whatever. Who knows? Who knows, right? 
you know, and li- living in uh, living in the north, uh, you, you know, you 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 sort you sort of have to expect. Um, you know, chilly conditions uh, this time of year because, you know, let's face it, <laughs> you are uh, you're living in the north and you just have to expect that. Anyhow, enough of the weather stuff. All of that. You know, um, the Super Bowl was yesterday, and uh, the as usual. The New England Patriots were the favored favorite team to win, uh, and it was Super Bowl Fifty Two. And as usual, you know, there's always a lot of controversy, blah blah blah, with that kind of thing. But uh, you know, whatever, it, it, you know, anything anymore is you know, no matter what you say, yeah, you know, there's someone has a um, some sort of rebuttal or. Uh, you're baited into someone's negative uh, attitude of the day and such. But uh, the Philadelphia Eagles actually pulled the upset. Final score, 41. Philadelphia Eagles, New England Patriots, 33. And, uh, you know, the Eagles were sort of the underdog team. You know, the David versus Goliath sort of situation, I suppose. And um, it, it was good. It was it, it was a good game. I actually had had intended on uh, boycotting the entire game because, you know, I you know I'm a, I win, lose, or draw. I suppose I've always been a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, and no matter where my travels have taken me around the world, I've always on my laptop. I've always had a Jaguars um, insignia or logo or something like that, and. Uh, so I'm a huge Jaguars fan and and will be till the day I die because uh you know hey <laughs> they're the Jags, right? Anyhow, as I said, we're coming to you live from uh Chicago and uh we do this every other Sunday, but today's Monday, huh? Wonder why I didn't do it yesterday. And and there's been there's been reasons as well uh, that uh, we haven't been doing this show as uh, often as we can. Of course, there's been several factors. Um, you know, you, it's the holiday season was upon us. Uh, we were forced to relocate from the Aeon Building to our new studio. And we did. We got a new studio uh, down in the Loop. In downtown Chicago, so uh, actually uh, a better location, way better location. Now I don't know the view from the Aon Center was quite amazing, but uh, you know whatever, it is what it is. But uh, nevertheless, we have a new studio, new facilities new security, new options, and we invite you to come by uh, when we do the show. We are uh, working on getting uh, a new regular regular schedule set up. And so that's coming. Uh, a lot of things are coming in. Again, there's there's been, uh, you know, uh, 
for all of the shows in the past, I've been doing this show for what, uh, over two years, almost three years now. And, uh, you know, I try to keep my personal uh, issues aside, of course, and one of the, but, you know, sometimes those, those personal in issues actually um, get, get in the way of everyday life. And, you know, I'm, I'm no exception, of course. And one of those uh, situations were um, last year, last uh, January, last, de- uh, what was it? Yeah. Le- so January of... 2017 uh i was waiting uh, at union station i was standing on the platform and uh just standing there waiting for the train doors to open like any other um you know sh- strap hanger you know at the end of the day it's time to go and lo and behold uh a, a gigantic chunk of ice fell on my head and uh if you are a chicago native or strap hanger or both you know that Union Station, uh, the outside uh, Madison Street platforms aren't that great. You know, water drips between the cracks uh, of the ceiling. And then, you know, these gigantic ice blobs form. <laughs> and uh, at your own peril, of course, you are um, standing there on the platform. And so, unfortunately, one hit me in my head. But yeah, uh, you know, I, I it, it was it was rather large. It was quite uh, shocking, you know, being on the receiving end of a huge uh, ice blob falling on my head. But you know, uh, hey, you know, <laughs> it, it fell on my head and it smashed in half. It was it was huge. It had to be. It was huge. I, I don't even know, but it was a large chunk of ice and it fell on my head. And it broke apart into like a, a thousand pieces, and uh, I just kind of shook it off. You know, I was dazed. Um, you know, I I had on my scarf, all of my winter gear, my hats, and uh, you know, it just really didn't. You know, it just it just knocked the hell out of me. But I just kind of shook it off, and and I really didn't think anything of it. You know. Uh, the first thing, uh, there was a guy to my left and he's like, Hey, I saw that if you need, if you need a witness, uh, you know, and I, you know, I turned around and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just not, you know, the fuck man, you know, I'm not, I'm not that much of a litigious person to, uh, you know, so whatever. I shook it off. Didn't think anything of it. And, uh, you know, went on about uh, my day, my evening, my life, whatever. And I don't know, about a month and a half later, I suppose, um, my, I, I went to sleep one evening and then I woke up. And then the next morning I was in like this extreme amount of pain. And, and, uh, it just, you know, it, it was just, it was excruciating. And so I, I dealt with that. Uh, you know, I went to the doctor, like I waited a week, you know, I, I thought it was just, you know, just whatever. I slept on my shoulder wrong or whatever. So I waited a week and then it, it, it actually started getting worse uh, and then worse. And then, and then, uh, you know, I went to a doctor and then they're like, hey, you just pulled a muscle, waited a couple months. And, and it just never went away. It was like every day I woke up, I was dealing with something like a, it felt what felt like a broken leg. And, uh, 
you know, I went to Florida. I was in Florida for a couple months and, uh, you know, it really wasn't hurting down in Florida. And then when I got back here, the pain uh, resumed <laughs> almost instantly. And, uh, I, you know, at that point, uh, you know, I was taking handfuls of Advil's and whatever. So finally I got around to uh, going to the doctor uh, for the fifth time and uh, and was able to actually get in touch with a doctor that um, wanted to diagnose me properly. And that's, you know, that's really tough. Uh, no matter, uh, yeah, and that, that could be a whole other, uh, uh, you know, an entirely different discussion, I suppose. But uh, long story short, I had an MRI done, and then again, you have to the waiting game, the insurance. You've got uh, you've you've got uh, large projects that you're working on. You're traveling, uh, life, your family, et cetera, et cetera. And so, I guess what I what I'm saying is, I put my I I, I did not put myself first in in this particular uh, situation, and so I had an MRI done, and the results uh, came back the first week of January and they were, uh, they, they weren't that, um, they weren't that promising. Of course, the diagnosis was I had, um, there, you know, in, in your spine or whatever, there's, you know, C whatever, C one, two, three, four, five, six. So I have, I have a piece of bone that's somehow it's pushing. It's been, it's not somehow it's the piece of bone is actually, uh, pushing against the main root nerve that uh, for my uh, left side of my body, so uh, it it causes uh, you know vast amounts of pain, etc. And so uh, the di the diagnosis came in, and then uh, th there's more doctor shuffling, and then uh, back and forth, and again life, everything. And uh, finally, I was able to uh, visit the neurosurgeon uh, today, and we've we've uh, we have put together a plan for a surgery that should get me back uh, get me back in shape. Uh, it should be done by the end of the month. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, it's, 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 it's kind of a big deal because they will be, uh, the, the surgery will require my, uh, they will be going in, uh, near my throat or my neck, uh, to reach the spine and, uh, do what they have to do to, um, get the bone off of the nerve. And then, uh, there's all kinds of other, uh, funky stuff that, uh, we discussed about the, you know, the actual procedure because, you know, I, I had, I had questions, right? Uh, so looking forward to uh, getting getting this situation taken care of because it's actually been afflicting me uh, with day-to-day uh, you know, -day misery since last March, March of 2017. So <clears throat> that is uh, the uh, core reason that I haven't traveled that much. Uh, I traveled to Berlin earlier, uh, or at the beginning of this year. And, uh, again, that it was, it was, it was painful. Uh, I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I, I didn't sleep well. And, and so nevertheless, that's, that's been the, the situation of what's been, you know, uh, why the, the delays between shows and why, why sometimes, you know, we just have to get preempted. So, uh, 
do do for that and uh hopefully um we will have a successful outcome and i should be running again uh, really soon and what's weird is that you know i'm I, i'm an avid runner now yeah yeah i used to be uh not one and um so I enjoy, I enjoy running. I enjoy jogging. And, uh, it's just one of the things I like to do. You know, you stay fit, you stay active, you stay happy, healthy, all that stuff. And, um, and so that will be, that will be refreshing to get back to, uh, an active lifestyle again, which I'm, um, I'm totally looking forward to because from last March to now I've gained like 16 pounds and I don't know, I, I watch every pound. <laughs> <laughs> when you're my age. Uh, so yeah, so that's what's been going on, folks. And uh, y- you know, it's it. You know, if this was like a paid podcast, I, I suppose I'd be apologizing. Or if I had sponsors other than Radio Twenty Four and uh, Radio Twenty Four's sponsors, I would be, uh, I guess, apologizing in some uh, fashion or something. I don't know. Uh, but uh, you know, hey, it, it's life. It's what happens, and uh, hopefully, you're able to uh, handle it. I suppose. So I am uh, this evening. I'm trying something new. Uh, <laughs> I was on my Facebook account. And so I thought I would, I see this live thing. And so I thought I'd record um, some of the show uh, on my personal Facebook account to see how that goes. And yeah, I know, Facebook, right? Uh, And so I don't know, whatever. And so tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, it seems to be something pretty interesting, uh, something that I thought I would actually never see in my lifetime. But SpaceX, uh, you know, the company that makes the little car, the electric cars uh, that everyone loves. Uh, I, hey, I even pre-ordered a Model 3. But uh, SpaceX uh, actually is also, uh, not surprisingly, in the rocket business. And they are about to, tomorrow they will launch a new uh, rocket that uh, is just as powerful as the Saturn V and the space shuttle. And uh, it's a historic area that where uh, SpaceX will actually be launching their their uh, new rocket called uh, Falcon Heavy. It's the historic launch complex 39A. And you know, if you've paid any attention to history, you know that launch thirty launch launch complex thirty nine A is where the Saturn V rockets uh, you know, were used to fly the Apollo astronauts to the moon in the sixties and seventies, uh, and also the space shuttle in the eighties. Uh, and since this is the first type of rocket that uh, SpaceX will be launching. Um, it's sort of um, an experimental rocket, and it, this is the rocket that SpaceX hopes to not only carry humans and cargo to Mars, but also to charge uh, f- very wealthy individuals, companies, etc., blah, 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 uh, for rides in their rocket. I don't know. Would you, would you really pay to ride in a rocket? Really? Would you pay to ride in a rocket? Let me know on Twitter. 
Send me send me a message on Twitter and let me know what you think. I don't know. It's as cool as it sounds, you know. I, I don't know. I just don't know if I would ride in a rocket. If I would, I don't even know if I would pass the physical anyhow. So whatever. <laughs> the payload, of course, is uh, one one of the uh, the most imagined things that I've ever seen or witnessed. It's um, usually in these type of test experimental rockets. Um, you send like a dummy payload, like uh, a lot of you know, something heavy to simulate an actual payload. But in this instance, Elon Musk was able to actually uh, put a Tesla Roadster in, um, he's going to put it in orbit uh, around Mars. How cool is that? And it's gonna play David Bowie's, uh, it's gonna play music by David Bowie. Uh, and it is a known fact that no company has ever launched a private payload beyond geostationary orbit before. If the rocket doesn't blow up, SpaceX intends to um, go ahead and ex start accepting paying customers, including the uh, U.S. military, of course. I don't know. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, I suppose, to uh, Elon Musk's uh, master plan, I suppose people should be traveling to and from uh, Mars within the next uh, 50 years, perhaps. Who knows? What are your thoughts on that? Would you travel to Mars? I know the first people would travel to Mars. Probably wouldn't be able to come back right away, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? Would you be able to, uh, would you be able to cope with a trip to Mars or even live on Mars? Knowing that you can't return? Think about that for a second. You know, uh, somehow I get, I, I get drawn into a discussion each week about Bitcoin or some sort of altcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin, this coin, that coin, the other coin. And I suppose I have to bring that into the show's uh, conversation and topic this time. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin has fallen below $7,000. And. And. Uh, you know, and I'm not I'm not really going to get off into a tear on uh, the fundamentals of Bitcoin and whether or not investors actually read the uh, math equation that uh, sustains Bitcoin or that secret GMX account from the person who invented it. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it, it's not meant to be traded. It's not meant to be traded like uh, fiat currency. And so a lot of people who have poured uh, vast amounts of fiat currency into uh, Bitcoin or an alternative coin such as Bitcoin are uh, feeling the pinch. Uh, but there is hope on the horizon. Uh, if, if, if you are like me and many others, you'll just kind of sit on it, you know. It's your pot of gold, right? 
be careful too. Be careful of investment scams. You know, you've got those everywhere. You've got people out there uh, willing and, and ready to take your money at the drop of a hat. And what is that? I mean, if you ever feel suspicious about something, there's probably a reason. And uh, do some diligence and find out who you're dealing with. Uh, Bitcoin exchanges are, you know, people people tend to say that uh, they trust uh, a Bitcoin exchange like Coinbase or whatever. But uh, in the end, uh, there, there, there is no trust guarantee. There, there is no FDIC uh, backing you and that transaction. And so you have to be, you have to be extremely diligent on how you even purchase your Bitcoin. Seven thousand dollars. What was it? What was it like? $20,000 in uh, December, something like that. And uh, I, I was looking briefly earlier before the show, uh, scrolling through my, <laughs> my show notes. And if you uh, head over to Alibaba.com and search for uh, Bitcoin ATM machine skimmer, you may be <laughs> you may be presented with a legitimate uh, device that actually is uh, just what it says. Uh, it, it's a skimmer for uh, Bitcoin machines. Basically, this actually gives the perpetrator or cr potential criminal the potential to create an ATM machine that skims money from your fiat currency account and will give you some um, fake Bitcoin or it fits on top of a Bitcoin machine. Either way, uh, this this particular uh, item is... Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable but it, it it is for sale and it's even made in an iso certified factory in china be careful of where you invest your money you know things like bitcoin something new if you're unsure you know buy an old car invest in your 401k you know put it in savings buy bonds buy gold no, don't buy gold. Don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me. Jeez. Uh, anybody know who Lori Love is? Anyone? Anyone? No one? No one? No one at all? Uh, Lori Love uh, actually is a British hacker who was uh, suspected... Uh, back in, tw uh, he, he was, he was actually been accused, uh, by the United States, uh, for, uh, hacking into the FBI, uh, the, uh, Federal Reserve and NASA. Uh, he's a 32, he's a 32 year old, uh, hacker who lives in, in Great Britain. Uh, uh, quite an amazing, uh, young man. I've had the opportunity to chat with him on Twitter. He's uh, 
He's a firecracker, I'll tell you that. But nevertheless, he was arrested in October 2013 on suspicion of stealing data from multiple U.S. agencies. Also accused of uh, specific attacks in 2012 and 2013. And U.S. authorities wanted uh, Lori to face trial in uh, here in the United States which would mean that uh, Lori would have to be extradited from Great Britain to the United States to face charges. Well, that's that's kind of weird. You know, he's a British citizen and he's being charged in the United States. He's never been to the United States, so that gives him a, um, a constitutional uh, leg up on him being a British citizen. Uh, and judges today ruled that uh, if Lori uh, is extradited to the United States, that there would be a high risk of uh, Lori actually trying to kill himself because he suffers from Asperger's syndrome. Uh, but it's it's uh, Lori's not out of the woods uh, yet at by any means. Uh, he he still faces the possibility of being prosecuted in the uk with the help of u.s authorities now that would be that would be a sort of uh an expected twist speaking outside of court after the verdict today laurie said that he hopes the ruling would set a precedent he also said that we're hopeful that other people may be able to rely on this verdict to ensure that they're treated more humanely by the justice systems. So it's also, uh, you know, it's, it, it, you know, and, and there again is, a, is an entirely different uh, discussion and topic on how uh, U.S. Uh, prisons fail in actually rehabilitating criminals and people that seek to do better in life rather uh in in the united states uh prisons and you can look you can look it up on youtube netflix etc uh it they they seem to it seems to be a pay a, a paying system that uh is inherently flawed I don't know. Do you have any ideas on how to fix that? Also recently, uh, this past Sunday, a man claiming that uh, T-Mobile and their lack of security allowed hackers to enter his wireless account and steal crypto coins worth thousands of dollars. As completely outrageous as that sounds, uh, Carlos Taipang of Washington State accuses T-Mobile of having improperly allowed wrongdoers to access his wireless account on uh, in November of last year. Uh, he also alleges that the hackers then canceled his number and transferred it to an AT&T account under their control. T-Mobile was unable to contain the uh, security breach until the next day when it finally got the number back from AT&T. Taipang alleges in the suit that the hackers were able to change the password on one of his cryptocurrency accounts and steal a thousand... Um, 
a thousand crypto coins. And uh, a few more crypto coins. And so when it was all over, he said that uh, after the hackers cashed out, they made off with over $20,000. Not a bad day's work for uh, taking over one uh, mobile device, 20 grand, huh? The SS7 vulnerability still exists, folks. And if you have a GSM phone, that's, uh, you, you <laughs> Tapon goes to say, goes on to say, of course, after the incident, uh, <laughs> the price of one Bitcoin reached more than $17,000. The suit alleges that T-Mobile is at fault partly because the carrier said it would add a PIN code to TAPEG's account prior to the incident, but didn't actually implement it. Tapeg also states the hackers are able to call T-Mobile's customer support multiple times to gain access to customer accounts. That is true. Uh, you are able to actually take over anyone's account quite easily uh, from T-Mobile if you have just a little bit of information. He can Tapong continues to uh, say that uh, his uh, he couldn't use his cell number and had to um, expend time, energy, and expense. And offers suffered also suffered emotional distress from the incident. So he is seeking damages and injunctive relief. Interesting. It's interesting to see uh, an internet provider actually uh, being um, sued for something like that. I wonder if you could sue Comcast for uh, actually, you know, uh, <laughs> delivering viruses or whatnot to your computer. Who knows? That would be interesting. Uh, and lately, more more news from the, uh, the 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 call of the dark end. Um, recently, researchers have discovered a botnet, yet another one. Uh, researchers from the security company Radware have discovered a new botnet designed to take advantage of weak Internet of Things devices spread around the world. The botnet which Radware calls Gen X uses the same techniques and codes as the Miri botnet that was uh, disassembled about a year ago, year and a half ago. The Miri botnet actually caused a lot of loads of disruption on the internet back then, uh, specifically targeting, targeting social media apps, networks, etc. But, um, Radware's researchers said that Gen X is linked to San Calvisi, a hacking group. Did I say that right? San Calvisi? Yeah. A hacking group. And uh, they seem to have a uh, server located somewhere east of Africa. 
Uh, they're also known for um, really hardcore DDoS attacks, et cetera, et cetera. But what, one of the interesting things is uh, they, they seem to have a sense of humor. I like it, too. Uh, and they, they're hosting a Grand Theft Auto San Andreas server. <laughs> nice touch. Uh, but don't don't get it twisted. This group is uh, really serious when it comes to the services that they uh, are able to deliver and pull off, uh, such uh, like attacks uh, ranging from 100 gigabits per second to 300 gigabits per second to one uh, particular target. Gen X is a lot stealthier than the Mary botnet, of course, and it's hard to determine how many devices are hijacked unless you are actually the target of the uh, said attack. Uh, and, and and it's kind of it's, it, it's kind of an interesting twist on uh, what's going on with the Internet of Things, right? That new wireless camera that you have. Or maybe you got that new tablet that's never been updated from the flea market. Do you even know what a flea market is? I mean, I'm from the South, and we definitely know what flea markets are. What about you? Where do you live? Do you have a flea market? That's something that I actually still uh, enjoy doing. When I was in Florida last year, I, w I went to the flea market. God, it was so much fun. Uh, and here we go uh, with uh, more, more, uh, more people, criminals. Uh, recently, uh, two men uh, were charged with jackpotting an ATM. Alex Diaz of Spain and Arginis Rodriguez of Springfield, Massachusetts allegedly dressed as ATM repair technicians went to the Citizens Bank in Cromwell, Connecticut on January the 27th. Uh, and, uh, after a, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, the police showed up and both were quickly apprehended. Citizens Bank investigators quickly detected some sort of anomaly while the ATM heist was actually in progress and called the Cromwell Police Department, which relayed the message to the patrol officers in the area. And the patrol officers were able to actually um, track down the white two-door Honda Accord that was captured in video surveillance of the breached ATM itself. 
And actually, as the police officer was questioning questioning the men, uh, he heard the ATM making sounds that are atypical of when it is actually dispensing money. <laughs> and then the machine actually uh, spit 40 $20 bills out. Additionally, according to the complaint, police who then searched the Accord ultimately found screwdrivers, pliers, Allen wrenches, an electronic device, cables, and wires. And I'll get to that electronic device of, uh, in a moment. The, the car also contained a bag filled with a large number of $20 bills. And then they had uh, both of their pockets were stuffed with $20 bills. Uh, Molly Real, a special agent with the U.S. Secret Service, uh, said that based on what she learned, the, the tools that they were using are consistent with items needed to compromise an ATM. Word of the arrest comes about a week after uh, another guy uh, reported, you know, uh, security security reporter Brian Krebs reported, uh, believed uh, to be the same uh, situation. Uh, and it's called jackpotting, ATM jackpotting. And it's been around quite a while. It's actually, uh, <laughs> it's actually what hackers use when they're out of money or in between jobs. Uh, and it, it was actually um, he he was he was actually reporting on the entire jackpotting situation and jackpotting has actually been around for quite a number of years and uh, you you just have to think like you you just have to think about your target and and how you wish to attack it or how you wish to approach it and so how how do you get into an ATM how how do you get it to spit out money and, and et cetera, et cetera? And what are those tools that those police officers were talking about or the Secret Service people were talking about that they can't mention? Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. And so, uh, you know, all you have to do is go to Google and search for an endoscope. <laughs> and of course, a rigid endoscope with a camera on it, you know, it goes into the card slot and, you know, you kind of do a few things you kind of look around inside of the ATM and now uh, you know the, the the plans and uh, schematics are all over the internet as well so uh, if you're clever enough and you're armed with a tool such as an endoscope and there are a few other tools that are missing that I'm not going to mention but you know Google is your friend I suppose but now listen, uh, before you go, before you get some bright idea and think that you're going to go and jackpot an ATM with the, with an endoscope and the other additional tools that you think you may need, or you may actually find that you need, uh, do consider the possibilities of what's going to happen to you uh, if you get caught. Not if you get caught, when you get caught, because at that point, the Secret Service assigns uh, two, two very um, angry looking people to you and they will find you. 
they will subsequently arrest you and you will subsequently go to a federal prison for subsequently a very long time. But there are tools to the trade. And, you know, the, the, I'm surprised that uh, people aren't using uh, devices like hydraulic spreaders. You know, that's just the, you, you put the, you put the wedge in, in, in the, in the machine and you, you, boom, you know, you, you're wedging your way in. Now that, that's for like, you know, the, that's the, you know, meth head, crackhead way, I guess, of doing it. The desperate, you got to get out of somewhere in Arkansas way. I don't know. <laughs> Either way is risky and quite dangerous and highly illegal, and I do not encourage you do that. But it's good to educate yourself, though. Educate yourself on how people are actually doing that. And uh, maybe you can come up with a solution on how to protect them, yeah? Now that would be the right way to jackpot an ATM, right? Secure it. Also, uh, here in the United States, folks, be careful. It is that time of year. Uh, it's that time of the year again where uh, you have to file, file your taxes. I personally, uh, am, <laughs> I wait to the very last minute. I, I don't like, uh, I don't, I don't like filing my taxes. Uh, yeah, I wait till the absolute last minute. It's, um, I'm, uh, as I said, I was, uh, I'm, I'm kind of doing the whole Facebook live thing just for shits and giggles to see what it, I don't know. It's playing around. I thought I would put, uh, my Facebook feed on. I'd, I would bring it into my, uh, my little domain tonight and we would, yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, we're coming to you uh, for live from Chicago, and we are in, what are we in now? We are in like 32 countries on Radio 24, and there, there's talk maybe of uh, expanding, but who knows, until I get some personal issues taken care of. Uh, we, we'll keep the expansion plans on hold, but uh, we're, we're, we're kind of all over. We, we have broken the uh, 200,000 listener mark. And the show is still free. Okay. Anyhow, uh, it's it it is the uh, middle of the tax season here in the United States. Be careful. Watch out for IRS scams and such. If someone phones you and they say that you know whatever, if someone phones you for whatever, just hang up. Get a mobile phone. By the way, if you have a landline, you are automatically targeted uh, through A and I. Uh, systems. One thing that I actually found really cool uh, that was actually announced today was Intel. You know, those people that make the those flawed chips in your computer and mobile device. Yeah, those guys. Nevertheless, uh, Intel has made some smart glasses that actually look like the glass, like a regular pair of glasses. 
Uh, Intel calls them the the Vaunt, V-A-U-N-T, the Vaunt smart glasses. And there's no camera in them or anything like that. It's not weirded out like Google Glass or Microsoft HoloLens or anything like that. They just look like a normal pair of glasses. And uh, they give you directions, uh, et cetera, et cetera. They are smart glasses that are actually smart and useful. And uh, they may actually work. I'm not gonna sit here and, and hype it up because we're running out of time. How much, how much time we got? It's the Intel Vaunt smart glasses. Check it out. Okay, so uh, I can't never uh, do a show without uh, <laughs> dropping some spy devices on you, right? Right? Uh, I have my aunt. My aunt is listening to me on uh, Facebook. Hi, Aunt Donna. <laughs> uh and so yeah my aunt my aunt's listening to me that's kind of cool okay uh so this spy device is kind of cool you know everybody has hidden cameras in a room and and such and you know that's cool if you want to hide a camera but there are times people places and things that you really don't want a hidden camera or the possibility of a camera watching you, right? Or in your presence. What if you're in a hotel, the hotel room, right? You're in a hotel room and you're kind of wondering, is there a camera looking at me in here, right? Well, now you can eliminate that fear by uh, finding and purchasing the camera finder with RF detector. It's the model DD3150. You can pick it up at usspystore.com. Uh, real quickly, uh, some of the overview uh, technical specs are it detects RF signals from 30 feet away. You could locate a camera lens from three inches to 30 feet easy to read backlit LCD display, flashing LED lights. Uh, it detects hidden wireless systems such as listening devices or camera systems. Uh, and uh, what I liked about it was the actual detection frequency itself between one megahertz and 6.5 gigahertz. That's huge. Yeah, one megahertz to 6.5 gigahertz. Uh, it's got a little display on it. It's kind of cool. It's got. Uh, it looks really cool. Kind of weird, but uh, it will it will ab absolutely detect a hidden camera in your presence. Go to usspystore.com. Check it out. It and again, the model number is DD thirty one fifty. So if you want to out out uh, outdo the 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 spy near you. Uh, also, we can't we can't get away without another uh, product. And this this you know uh, you know any hacker should have uh, a, a well defined 
lockpick set, right? You, you got to have one. You know, I have one. You know, anybody. My son has one. Everybody has a lockpick uh, set. This one is, uh, and, you know, in, within your set, you have uh, the, the lockpick gun. It just makes... Uh, it makes fiddling with the tumblers just a little bit more easier, quicker, more efficient. Uh, it's called the Kronos Electric Lockpick Gun from Multipick. The Multipick has gathered their experience uh, and put it all together in this new device. It's got a new motor. It's got a new and improved motor. It's got photos and it's got a lithium-ion battery. The needle deflection is uh, precisely adjustable from one to four millimeters at the needle chuck. It's pretty. It's pretty cool, actually, uh, and you should check it out. Uh, add it to your collection if that's something that you wish to do. Uh, go to locks lockpickshop.com, and it's the Kronos Electric Pick Gun by Multipick. That's how we're doing it. That's how they're doing it. Uh, upcoming events. Yes, we know we still have not updated our website. Why? Because we're lazy. <laughs> Just haven't had the time. Uh, the next upcoming cyber event, of course, is in St. Petersburg, Russia, February 26th and the 27th. And it's the Cyber Risk and Blockchain Conference. Uh, and this, this conference is uh, basically uh, how to protect data, data protection, uh, relationship uh, relationships with um, business customers and clients and etc when it comes to blockchain security stuff to that effect uh and it's just you know it's just overall a good co uh, conference they have a round table um, one of the talks will be cyber risks and practical education Uh, one of the people that I actually uh, was interested in uh, hearing speak at this uh, conference is Joseph Carson. He's the big shot over at Wiretrap. Um, Debbie Mohan, she's a CEA of Bumark. Katerina Ferrari from Italy, she's the founder of Blockchain Ladies. And one of the cats that I actually like uh, listening to once in a while uh, speak, his name is Lars Anderson. He's from Denmark. He's an international business developer. Uh, he'll be he'll be hanging out around there as well. Uh, Paul Schultz from Hong Kong, the president of the Financial Technology Club. He'll be hanging out, looking important. There'll be uh, some other big shots and whatever, but uh, nevertheless, it's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, it is, did I mention it is in St. Petersburg, Russia? 
I did mention that, right? I think I mentioned that. I sort of mentioned that. Anyhow, that's what's going on. That's what's happening in my world. Uh, listen, folks, check out, check me out on Twitter, uh, twitter.com forward slash gummo XXX. Follow me, like me, subscribe me. I don't give a shit. Do what you need to do. Uh, if you got a comment, complaint, or any of that uh, thing, uh, we don't know what to tell you. Uh, but uh, seriously, if you have any uh, show ideas, if you want to bitch about something, or just drop a line and say hi, uh, do that. My email address is gummo at hackers.xxx. And again, as I said, you can reach me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. That's me. And I'll be in Manhattan this year. That's right. That's right. I get to go back to Manhattan. It's one of the favorite places that I love visiting. Uh, and I will be at the Circle of Hope. Hope stands for Hackers on Planet Earth. And I will be there July 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, and the 22nd, and the 23rd. And this uh, this fun event takes place at the Hotel Pennsylvania in New York City. Uh, the event itself is three days, four nights, five nights, depend, depending on how uh, intoxicated you are. You can pre-register at hope.net. Uh, and again, it's at it's, it's right there at the Hotel Pennsylvania. Uh, just uh, You can take a train in from New Jersey or from wherever the hell you're coming from and arrive there at Penn Station. Go Just go up. And the hotel pin, and then go left one block, and the hotel pin is right there on the right across the street. And it's awesome. I love going. I love going every two years. I've been going for a number of years. It's pretty cool. So that's what we got, folks. That's what's happening. That's what's popping off. Uh, I wanted to thank you again for tuning into the uh, show. Uh, also, uh, checking us out on uh, all of the um, the usual suspects, uh, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, uh, and wherever else that you grab our podcast and uh, radio show from. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And be sure to follow uh, follow me on Twitter. I'd like to I'd like to uh, you know I like to chat once in a while. It may look like not like not like I'm not on Twitter, but trust me, I am. I wanted to say hi to my uh, friends and family. I wanted to say hi to my Aunt Donna, who has been listening to this show. Uh, and I also wanted to say hi to, uh, I wanted to say hi to everybody uh, back home in Florida. I miss and love you all. I'll be home soon. And uh, I also wanted to say thank you. And uh, I also wanted to say hi to a, a few people out there. Uh, you know, uh, with, without your help, uh, without your support. You know, Talia, you are an amazing young lady. Thank you for your, um, your strength. Your strength guides a lot of people, including an old guy like me. Thank you. And I think I'm going to wrap it up, folks. Thank you again. We will try to be here next week, maybe the, but definitely the week after. Uh, and, uh, again, thanks for checking out the show. Um, 
it's really late and I, I got I got so many things left to do. But thank you again for listening in. Uh, and uh, we will be back next week. Until then, take care of yourself. I'm Gummo and I'm out of here. We'll see you guys later. Sit back, relax, and ease your mind for a minute as we turn back the hands of time to when everybody used to wear them parachute pants and go to see David James dance. Check it. I can still remember getting ready for school to the sounds of WPDQ. And hey, now was the thing to say, cause Larry Brody was the Ville's number one DJ. Back when Mr. P's was the place to be, getting down to the sounds of Lucky C. After that, we'd go to Harley's Barbecue for an order of them greasy old curly cues. I used to spend my whole week acting right, just so I could go to State City Saturday night when the Boys and high crew rolled so thick Cause every neighborhood had a click And we rode 10 speeds instead of cars But your bike wasn't fresh without them tall handlebars And didn't nobody used to rob or steal Cause that's how we used to chill in the veal on the real That's how we used to chill in the veal Rains and we ball That's how we used to chill in the veal Tyson and Jackson That's how we used to chill in the veal Let your wolf son That's how we used to chill in the that's how we used to chill in the beer white bar. That's how we used to chill in the Mandarin first coast. That's how we used to chill in the beer wood in the house. That's how we used to chill in the Where y'all at? Where y'all at now? Got a little older, girl started to sweat me. Woulda went to rains, but my mama wouldn't let me. But I still wore maroon and gray when I went to see them Vikings and them Trojans play. After that, Monty Gras was the place to go for the team after party from one to four. And I don't think they ever woulda closed the door if Caravan and Pottsburg wouldn't have cut up. So when Ricky Red's Jeep was the freshest around, and your boy Henry Mann was the talk of the town, Tony Jones's vert was also oh fresh and gave the bass one all the boom contests. The hairstyle then was the carefree curl And chill deal came out with fat boy girls And you and your partners was all so tight That y'all when they come together they dressed alike Rick and Pee Wee was like brothers Cause you never saw one without the other Yeah, those was the good old days And if you can relate, join along and say That's how we used to chill North side, north side where you at? Where you at? That's how we used to chill. Southside, Southside. That's how we used to chill. Where y'all at? Where y'all at now? That's how we used to chill. Eastside, Eastside. That's how we used to chill. Where you at? Where you at now? That's how we used to chill. Westside, Westside. That's how we used to chill. Where y'all at? Where y'all at nowadays? Ten speeds ain't how we chill. Everybody in the ville got their automobile. Candy paint gutted out with the white seats Hitting switches all up and down Moncrief And Saturday at about 5 o'clock Regency Mall be the jumping spot People flirting and people spending cash flow So they could go to Cool Runners or the Jazz Co The Bangham home of the Vogues and Bars Closing cars and the Jacksonville Jaguars And you can slip if you wanna But if you slip in the Ville, baby boy, then you's a gonna Cause in the chase for the federal green Some other team forgot about what unity mean uh, And chose not to go the safe way Or the straight way That's how we let them close gateway So now all we got is memories 
I hope it's been as good for y'all as it's been for me. Uh, cause if it all was the fake today, you couldn't take all my memories away. Help me out now. Yeah, we're keeping this thing real. For all them players in the field. Gotta send shots out to all them boys in them heavy shivers. Rolling leg. North side, east side, west side, south side, and the beaches. 69 boys. J Ski. CC Lemonhead. Records, the whole Quad City family, keeping this thing oh so real for Jacksonville.